guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Vence, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is that you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula, and they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you want to check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code mindset to get 30% off. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm super excited to have Elise Conway with me today. Elise is the founder of Your Soul Makeup. She teaches career-focused women every day the importance of healing from the inside out through one-on-one coaching, retreats, workshops, and motivational speaking. And she is on a passionate mission to help them break through the fears and doubts that are holding them back in their life. So Elise, welcome to the show. Super, super excited to have you here. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes, so I'm I'm so, so excited to chat with you. So for those of you who may have not known, so I've met Elise at the Abundant Entrepreneur Summit um, that our friend Camille hosted at, what was it, a month, two months ago? Yeah, oh God, almost <laughs> two months ago. Gosh, it feels like it's yesterday. So crazy. I know. <laughs> But Elise and I connected and it was so funny. She's also a FITM girl. And I like, I don't know how someone told me something. And I was like, wait, Elise went to FITM? I was like, no, oh, wait, no Oh yeah, yeah, the FITM cup. And it's always, if you go to FITM, it's like a sorority. They don't have sororities there. So we're all like our own thing. So I was super excited. We connected, I feel like instantly on that. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> So I'm super, super excited to chat with you. You guys are going to love Elise. But before we get started into the words and mindset and all that stuff, um, I would love for you to share your entrepreneurial journey and how did you get to where you are today? Yes. Oh my gosh. We have so much good coming for you guys. Get ready. So let me kind of catch you up on how I got to this point because life coaching wasn't always where I was at. And so I actually spent 15 years in the beauty industry and my whole entire goal of getting into beauty was really to make women feel beautiful, to make them feel confident, to make them feel secure about themselves. So this took me on a journey that took me all over the world. I worked for some really big brands. I've developed thousands of products. And I just, my whole entire goal was just to have them put this on. And then all of a sudden, everything, they just felt beautiful and everything fell into place. But that's unfortunately not how it happened. And what I've realized over, you know, my 15 year time in the beauty industry was 
we can't paint on our face in a way that's going to create the lasting confidence, that's going to create the true beauty, that's going to create that true security. And I saw this happen again and again, where I probably see the most beautiful women in the world, whether it's a celebrity, the top beauty influencers, they put on my products. And then the second that they washed off their face, there goes their confidence, <laughs> there goes their security. And there goes all of those feel goods that it was created by that product. And I'm like, oh my God, these products are just a band-aid. I'm actually making the problem worse. Wow. And the thing about the beauty industry is what we did is we would go and we would look for things to create products to help people solve problems, right? So let's say you have textured skin. Let's say you have thin eyebrows. Let's say you have thin lips. We're always developing products to target towards making you feel better about yourself. But once again, when I actually took a step back, I'm like, hold on, the products are not creating what I'm, I'm hoping to create here. So after going on my own kind of whole worldwide personal development journey, I really started seeing that we can't create these feelings from the outside in. And I think that's one big mistake that society teaches us is that we keep looking for external circumstances to make us feel good about ourselves. So once I had stripped away my own products, you know, I, I wasn't using these things in the way that I was using them before. I was like, oh my God, I actually have the power to create all of these feelings within the courage, the certainty, wow. the confidence, and I really went on this own journey of healing myself from the inside out. And once I developed this formula, I was like, I can't keep this from the masses. I got to tell everybody about this because it's such an easy shift to make, but it's one that people don't realize that mm -hmm. we even need to make, right? Because we're so ingrained in the way that we do things. So soul makeup was born. And I really, you know, with my beauty heritage, I had to have some element of makeup coming through. Like beauty is always going to be in my blood, but I now use these products for a healthy reason, right? Mm -hmm. So when, when, I, when I created soul makeup, it was really this desire to, because I saw that women wanted more. I saw that women wanted to feel good about themselves. I saw that women wanted to be enough. They wanted to feel worthy. But the programs that I've developed create that, not the products I used to develop. Mm -hmm. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? <laughs> yes, that totally makes sense. And I think you're so right. Um, It's crazy how much makeup has an effect, but I'm a little bit different now as Elise and I are, are podcasting. I have bare face, but yes. <laughs> gosh, like even up, up until I think maybe a couple months ago, like I would have never, I would not walk, I would not walk out of the house without even a little bit of makeup because it's weird, but like, yeah, I was not confident or if I was, I was like, please don't run into anybody. Please don't look right. at me. It's right. crazy how much it has an effect on us. And we don't, I don't think I even like really thought about it until recently of like, why is it affecting me so much? And then it's crazy because it does affect you in other areas. Right. You know, it's weird. Um, so when you shifted to creating, creating your own business, um, a lot of people that listen to this are either just starting their own businesses or they're just shifting to online. So we have those um, new audiences. So how was that going into full time? Like, was it scary? How, how was that? Crying. <laughs> oh my God, what am I doing with my life? Like, am I, is, is this risk worth the reward? All of the doubt flooded me. And I think it's totally normal mm -hmm. because anytime you do something for the first time, it's really scary. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. when I was thinking like, oh my God, was, did I spend 15 years in this industry? Was this all for nothing? Should I just go back? Like my brain was giving me every piece of evidence to prove that going back to beauty was easier for me. But I also was in a place where I had been doing the corporate grind. I was burnt out. I was flying over a hundred thousand miles a year. And I knew in order to truly live the life that made me feel happy, I had to walk away from it. Like I felt like I was in jail Monday through Friday. So wow. I didn't 
yeah, I didn't know what was next for me. And I just knew I was terrified, but I had to lead with courage because I knew that if I just kept doing the same thing over and over, I was going to still stay in that same pattern of being unfulfilled, being miserable. So when I started this, I had to really confront a lot of thoughts, right? The mm -hmm. thoughts that were telling me, who do you think you are to become a life coach and start your own company? Like no one's going to take you seriously as a beauty industry person. And now you're a life coach. And that thought work took me a long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> little, yeah. little things like what we talked about showing up on video without makeup on, like that confidence took me a long time to build because I was so intimately connected to that identity that I built. I had to kind of kill the beauty girl up and really step wow. into my full power and integrate all of my past and all of my gifts. Because what I realized is my past wasn't for nothing. It led me to this point. Like I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't embrace all of the gifts that life had presented me. So mm -hmm. what I did was I empowered myself to create a life that worked for me and learning from what didn't work, right? Like I didn't want to be in an office five days a week. I didn't want to be chained to this nine to five lifestyle. I wanted to live a laptop free lifestyle, right? Like, yeah, and yeah. then I empowered, like once I realized that that reward was so much bigger than the risk, that overshadowed the fear, right? So even yeah. though I was scared, I just still kept going. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cause I had very similar when I first started my business, which I'm sure probably everyone goes through this is like, who do you think you are? Is this actually going to work? Like yes. all of the negative thoughts. And one thing I think is cool that you're bringing in the beauty aspect and you're working with primarily women is everyone will relate to that. Like, yes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> right. Um, Cause it's all about feeling good enough. Right. And the thing is like, whether it's makeup and your professional, whether, you know, we all know what it feels like to show our bare face and to show how, like feel vulnerable presenting ourselves to our, to the world without our mask on. Right. And that's one of the scariest things that you could do. So personally, professionally, it's terrifying, but oh on the other side of that, oh my God, you are so much stronger. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So going back to, so I loved your session at the Abundant Entrepreneur Summit on creating possibilities by uncovering the thoughts holding you back. Everyone that listens to this knows I love mindset. That's why I call the podcast, the marketing mindset, because I believe, um, you'd need marketing to grow a business, but you also need mindset the same amount. So I would love to dive into this topic a little bit more. Um, but before we do, why do you think it is so easy to have our thoughts hold us back when we are growing and scaling our businesses? Oh, such a good question. So what happens is, is our brain is always going to pull from the past. So let's say you've gone into an entrepreneurial venture in the past. It didn't work out. Your brain's going to give you every piece of evidence to be like, Hey, this isn't working. Quit now. It's going to be easier for you. So when those things happen, that's the growth opportunity presenting itself. And if you don't really push through that discomfort of when those thoughts kind of do attack your mind and go and rewrite that narrative for yourself and really shift into a different level of self-talk, you're going to find every reason possible to quit. So what we need to do is rewrite and really when those thoughts come in, understand where they're rooted. Because a lot of times, like you can figure out through the words that are included in the thought where it's rooted. So I mm -hmm. want to touch on a few yeah. things. Yeah. When you are saying things, you have to be very conscious of where and how those thoughts are created because our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings drive our actions, and then our actions create our results. So we're really at any given moment, one thought feeling combination away from the exact result that we want in life. So wow. if you're not going in and intercepting that self-talk, we're not going to understand why we have the results that we have. So if you're constantly saying things like, I need to make this money, I need to meet this deadline, and it's coming from this, like you feel almost desperate 
desperate. It's dire. It, you feel that pressure in your body. That's how you know you're in this place of lack, right? Like there's never going to be enough clients. There's never going to be enough money. There's never going to be enough. And if you're saying things like, I'm really trying so hard, that's in a place where you're a little bit still non-committal, right? Because it's amazing to try. But if you're in a place where you're fully committed, you're going to have results where it's beyond trying. And then if you're saying things like, I don't know constantly, you're disempowered because you do mm. know things. So how can you shift into knowing versus always leading with, I don't know. And when I see people in that state of disempowerment, it's really just an opportunity to become more resourceful and to be an entrepreneur <laughs> who achieves major success. You have to learn how to be resourceful, how to be resilient, right? And then I see a lot of times this word coming in and it's so easy for us. This one's a creepy one, sticky when it gets in there, wish, right? So if you're saying, I wish this could be mine, I wish someday I could have this, I wish someday I could be a millionaire, you're not in belief that it's ever possible for you, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with hope. It's great to have hope, right? Everybody wants to have hope. This world's going to be a better place. But if you're saying, I hope someday in my business, I can have this result, that's a lack of trust that it's not coming. So you guys see, if those little sticky words get in there, you yeah. can really start to manipulate these results that we're having without even realizing it's happening. So if you don't clean up that mindset and really spend the time on your thoughts, which are creating your feelings, you're going to really start taking action into a place where either it might result in overworking, people pleasing, perfectionism, and we don't want you in that space. So mindset, it's where everything is created. Love it. So can you repeat that? So thoughts go into feelings. Yep. And then we take actions based upon how we do or do not want to feel. Okay. And then our actions drive our results. So for example, if you're in a place where you have a lot of fear in your business, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, if I make myself visible and I actually show this world who I am, people are going to reject me. So think if you're already taking, taking action from a place of fear, how is that going to show up in your results, right? Are you, is it actually going to result in inaction to where you're hiding and you're kind of doing the turtle where it's like, oh, I pop my head out here and then, oh my God, I'm so scared to hide, right? So it's like that thing, the vulnerability might actually shut you down and you don't even realize that it's happening. Or if you fear really going for it and becoming visible and doing big things to move the needle in your business, it might result in you hiding in a way to where you're not actually, you're doing busy work. You're stuck behind the scenes, like in that pattern of feeling like you're always busy, but you're not actually doing the important things that move the needle in your business because they're too scary. They're too overwhelming, you mm -hmm, know? So it's, mm -hmm. it's really sticky how those little things can come in and you don't even realize what's happening. <laughs> I know. And guys, if you're listening to this and you have not practiced this, like, I know it sounds like, okay, like, What's the big deal is a big deal, but it's crazy how true it is. And when you start thinking about what you're thinking, thinking about what you're saying and like being aware of that, it is so crazy. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe you know how to explain it, but I don't know how to explain it, but there is something so powerful behind what we say. So something that I always teach my son is I'm like, words are powerful. Words are powerful. Like if he says something, like, I'm like, so on it. I'm like, Hey, don't say that. And it's so funny because now he'll say something that he wants to come true. And like, say, for example, mom, I'm going to be the fastest guy in the world. That's a word. And he'll like immediately <laughs> like, that's a word. Like, I want that to come true. <laughs> but see, with that mentality, he will make it happen, right? right? Like when you are that much in belief about I'm going to be the fastest person in the world, you're going to start taking action in such a different way. So keep, keep going. I'm Love like, tell it. your beautiful <laughs> baby that he's going to be the fastest person in the world. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, all right. I believe it. I believe it. 
But so how important are the words that we tell ourselves and what should we be telling ourselves when we are going through the tough seasons in our business? Great question. Again, I think asking for the exact result that you're looking for is one of the most powerful things that you can do, because let's say you're in a place where you don't even realize that your thoughts are driving your actions. Like your first opportunity is to really tune in and actually take note of what your internal dialogue is with yourself. Because if you are in the place right now where you're constantly like, why did I say that? Oh my God, why did I do that? Why is this happening to me? It's going to empower things like the victim mentality. It's going to empower things like losing time while you're stuck in perfectionism. So the first thing is you really want to tune in and really just see what that dialogue is in your head, because then you have the power to do something about it. So when you're rewriting that narrative, let's say you are in that place of fear and you're terrified to become visible in your business. You can think about it in a way where you start at your thoughts and you know, you want to feel confident in your business. So then what your opportunity is, is to really get clear and honest with yourself about what would I need to be thinking? thinking in order to feel confident. And then when mm -hmm. I feel confident, how am I going to show up in my business? And if I'm showing up in that way, what result is that going to create for me? Because what happens is, is if you're living, there's really two types of thought models. There's an intentional thought model where we know what we're doing and we know what results it's creating. But most of us live in an unintentional thought model where it's yes. just like our thoughts are creating all of these results and we don't know why it's happening. So if you're living in that space of intentional, great, like keep doing it because you're going to be empowered. But if you're in that space of unintentional, really just get clear with yourself on what you're saying. Because I think once you do that, then you can at least, like I said, have the opportunity to do something about it. Did that answer that fully? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, and then kind of picking back off of that. So when we do have, because I know it's a struggle, like even in the beginning, it's like, you're aware, but then they start to creep in. Yes. And you're like, you know, I feel like you go in this like dance. Yep. <laughs> so yep. when we do have thoughts are attacking your mind, how can we push through that noise? Yes. And so it's perfect because here's the thing. We're not going to feel happy and confident and amazing all the time. I wish that was the case, yeah, guys, but, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately that's just not the way that our brains work, right? Because you have to have lows to have highs. You have to have sadness to have happiness. There's always duality within these emotions. So when those sticky thoughts do come in, the biggest part is, is being observant and realizing that they're there because once again, that's going to empower you to do something about it. And I had this actually come up for me yesterday. Okay. I had said something where, cause at this point in my business, I'm a year into it. I feel soft. I'm in a really good flow, but there was something that came up that I didn't know how to do. And I felt so insecure when I admitted it out loud. I was like, Oh my God, they're going to think I don't know what I'm doing. How are they going to think I'm a successful coach if I didn't know this step? But then I was like, Hey, Hey, Hey minds. I see what you're trying to do. You're putting me into the disempowered spiral. And then I stepped in and started doing my thought work. So what I was able to do was at that point, right when it snuck up on me and I was in the shit storm, let's call it of like, Oh my God, I'm in an insecurity storm. Yeah, I yeah. went in and I did the thought model to recreate that way of thinking to really start driving a new result. So then it basically took me out of belief where I was sitting in that place of like, Oh my God, I feel insecure and put me back into the space of truly believing in what I'm creating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to give you like a scenario right now. And like, say if you had a client that was going through this, like, what would you recommend for them to do? So say if there's business owner, like, I feel like with there's, I mean, I feel like a lot of times with COVID right now, things are starting to um, creep back in, but say for instance, maybe someone is in a business where they were affected by COVID and they don't know where their next client is coming from and they're freaking out. They're like, do I need to go look for another full-time job? Like freaking out in that fear of not knowing, um, where the, where their money is going to come in next month. 
what would you kind of walk them through to kind of get out of that mindset and kind of take action? That's a great question. So you've got fire questions coming for me today. I Thanks. love this. I'm like, get it girl. So I think the first thing is to do what I like to call a thought dump because then okay. what you're doing is you're writing down all of those fears, all of those things, areas where you feel out of control. You just get it out of your brain and on paper because then once you see where your head is at, then you can once again kind of intervene and do something about it. But if I were to look at okay, your business is suffering. You don't know where your next client is coming from. Once again, tapping into that resourcefulness, is there another skill that you can monetize? Is there a way that you can go for it harder to demonstrate your value? Is there a way that you can look and take that thought dump and see all the areas where you feel uncertain and then create rock solid certainty with a plan, right? Mm -hmm. Because let's say you are in a space where you just launched your business. You're, nobody has money to pay for what you're looking for. How can you get resourceful and create an offer to accommodate mm -hmm. that, right? That's going to empower you to then feel confident and certain because you'll know where you're going next. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I love the word resourcefulness. I love that you're using it today because honestly, I feel like so much of entrepreneurship Yes, is being it's all there. Yep, it is. It is because those days where nobody's there to pat you on the back, those days that nobody is there to give you an answer, like we're in a unique space because we don't have coworkers, right? Yeah. So it's not like you're kind of bouncing ideas off of yourself. So you have to empower yourself to go out and find the answer. And if you are flooded with the I don't knows and that uncertainty, your opportunity there is to empower yourself once again with what do you know? What mm -hmm. can you do next, right? And really shift out of that I can't and the I don't know into that I can mentality. And I define can is take confident action now, you know, that's my whole yeah, program. Yeah. And really empower yourself to see what you can do. That's going to shift you out of that place of disempowerment and really shift you into a different non-fear-based mindset because you're going to start seeing, okay, I'm getting optimistic here. I'm getting creative. I am utilizing my resourcefulness. And you're going to start creating different results for yourself when you shift into that mode that's not fear-based thinking or lack thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love the thought dump because I've done that a few times when I'm like freaking out about yes. something. And a lot of times when you write it down on paper, you start seeing it in a way different way. And you're like, oh, wait, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I did that yesterday and I was like in my head when I, I was feeling out of control in so many different areas and I'm a recovering control freak as well as a recovering perfectionist. Let's just be real. <laughs> so when I made that list, I was like, oh, this isn't even that bad. I was like, I've got this. And then it, once again, like I said, it shifted me into that belief of like, oh, this wasn't even a thing. Don't make it a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. So I was taking a look at your programs, um, as I was getting ready for this podcast. And I love that you first begin with focusing on mindset and specifically money mindset. Yes. So I wanted to talk that, uh, about that a little bit. Why is it important to work on our money mindset and how can we work on it? Yes. So money mindset, and I also relate this to time because they're both rooted in the same thing. Either you have an abundance-based money mindset where you trust that all the money that you need and time that you need is going to come to you, or there's a lack mindset to where you're always struggling with money. You're always behind on time, right? So I kind of teach these two things together. So we actually spend a week on this because the thing okay. is, you guys, if you do not believe that you can create money and the best or the most that you could ever make in a year is like, let's say $50,000, then that's the most you're ever going to make in a year because that's the state of belief that you're in. Or if you believe that money is hard to make, or you don't feel worthy of accepting money, you're not, you're always going to have a tumultuous relationship with money. And that's going to have a dramatic impact on the money that you're creating in your business. So if you're not going in and 
really understanding what did my mom teach me about money? What did my dad teach me about money? What do my friends believe to be true about money? Uh -huh. And really getting clear about the people that you're surrounding yourself with it's going to be a challenge because for example, when I was growing up, I grew up in an area where everybody was super middle-class, but I always had this dream of, okay, I'm going to make six figures and I'm going to be a millionaire after that. And they're like, you're crazy. You're never going to do that. So all of the people, they were projecting their own beliefs onto me. So it's very important to understand where your money beliefs come from and where they're rooted. And I just went through this with one of my clients that I was working with because she was making $170,000 a year, but still she didn't feel worthy. She didn't feel successful and she didn't feel like it was enough, right? So wow, she's killing yeah. herself trying to create more and more money. But the reality is all of that had to do with a thought adjustment and really working on how she felt about herself versus the actions that she was taking to create the money. So it's so important to spend that time in your mind to evolve your mindset and create a healthy relationship with both time and money. Because if you don't, there's never going to be enough of it. You're never going to feel good receiving it. And you're going to work so much harder than you need to, to create it. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I will tell you guys too, sorry, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, when I coming from my past, like I was making well into the six figures. I was, I had stock options. I had all the things, right? I still didn't feel successful. I still felt like, oh my gosh, I have so much more to do financially. And it was very scary because when I made the jump into being an entrepreneur, I was thinking about how hard I was working at Estee Lauder because I was working like 80 hour weeks, you know, commuting wow. four hours a day. So I was just thinking that in my entrepreneurial journey, that was going to be my same result, but it wasn't because I had the full control over how I saw time, how I saw money, how I created that and the boundaries that I set for myself as an entrepreneur. So a lot of people who haven't made the jump from like, let's say a corporate nine to five into an entrepreneurship, I see that come up a lot for them, that mm -hmm. they're afraid that they're going to have to grind and hustle to create that same amount of money. But you guys, you have full control over that. It all starts with your mindset. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to have to have you, um, come back and just do like a whole episode on money. Mindset. Yes. It's so important. And I see so many times too, people are like rich people are evil. Or if I become, or if I become super successful, I'm yeah. going to lose everything and nobody will love me. I'm like, Oh, you guys, come on. <laughs> I, know. I know it is. I love how you said, um, if you think that the most you're going to make is 50 K you're only going to make 50 K. It's, it's, it's funny because I'm just thinking about like the people listening, like if you've never dove into this personal development thing, it uh, like, it just sounds like, okay, like so simple or just so untrue. Like, it, you know, but like <laughs> once you start diving into it, it is crazy because even when I started building my own business, I would set these crazy goals. And for a second, I'm like, who do I think I am trying to, you know, get this goal? Right. But I'm like, but I'm like, no, I'm going to get this. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to get this? And you start fully, fully believing it. And then by the end of the month, before you know it, you're like, whoa, I hit this goal. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just that focused intention, right? It's like, once you're putting your energy there, it's like, well, how does it go where your focus goes? Your energy flows. Like yep, I actually, um, oh yeah, that one of that. And I actually have a quote in my office, what you focus on expands. I mean, same, yes. same thing, yep, but yep. it's, it like, sounds so simple, but it's like, I'm telling you, it's not, <laughs> it is. Yeah. And then when you should get into it, you're like, I was telling Elise. So everyone knows I love the book. Um, you're a badass at making money. Yes. I was telling Elise, like that was the first book that really introduced me to the money mindset and you know, the development journey, self-development journey. That's where I started. Um, but I go back to that book, like every three months <laughs> <laughs> because, um, and during COVID, oh my gosh, like I kept, I just have it on audible as I'm falling asleep, but it's crazy because 
I think my money mindset, mindset in general, it's something, it's not like, Oh, one and done. We're good. It's like, we have to consistently work, especially if we're scaling and growing. We, and we enter new seasons of business, new, um, what they say, like new levels, new devils, you know, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah. As you get bigger, the emotions get bigger because the risk is bigger. Right. And it's like, yeah. we get so caught up in those sticky little thoughts of, Oh, it's COVID. So no one's going to buy from me. But once again, that's just a thought, right? Yeah. You don't have yeah. to do that. You can rewrite that narrative for yourself. There's still people <laughs> who are making money, who have money to spend. Like yeah. it was weird. We had July, um, our biggest month in business ever. Same. And during COVID. Yeah. And yeah. I've talked to so many people that they're like, our business is flourishing. And it's so amazing and inspiring to hear that, like in the midst of a pandemic, people are still thriving and it's not affecting them. For sure. Um, so one of the last questions kind of regarding this, um, I know I've heard you talk about this a little bit before. So how can we start creating the results that we want from within? What's the oh. first step? Yes. I, I bet you already know the answer to this. It all starts with your thoughts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It all goes back to that because truly like if we're looking to feel, let's say confident and certain and secure about who we are, if you're still having this dialogue with yourself that you're terrible and you should be farther along and you should be making more money and you're not enough exactly as you are, obviously that's going to have a dramatic impact on your results. So the way that I work is really, I like to call it like internal makeovers, right? Like we give your life a makeover, we give your professional life a makeover, but if you're not going and doing that work from within and you're still looking to the external, meaning like you want somebody to tell you that you're good enough, you want somebody to be like, hey, you're doing a great job in your business. Like mm -hmm. that all has to start from within, right? Because if we're not our own biggest cheerleader on those days where nobody is there to physically pat us on the back, guess what? You're going to feel awful, right? So if you have to create that dialogue with yourself first and really do that healing work first to mend all of those thoughts that are holding you back, to mend all of those feelings that are unresolved and manage your mind in a way to where you're empowering yourself to create the exact result that you're looking for. And that's why I mentioned earlier, like if you want to be a millionaire, that's amazing. Just let's create the right thoughts and the right plan, which all starts from within to create that result for you. Because I truly believe with the right thought, the right feeling combination and the right tools, anything is possible, right? Yes. I believe that. Yeah. So our thoughts create our feelings, which then inspires actions and then gets us the results. That you is, got it. yes, I love it. So, so true. Like I, I just know like from experience, like it is crazy. So I'm like, I keep repeating this, but I'm like, people, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, just try it, try for a week or two. It, you're going to be amazed. I like I'm still, the whole mindset thing for me is just still mind blowing. I'm like three years into my journey, what you can call it. Yep. yep. And even like, if you guys are kind of using this thought model, like it all starts, you know, if you want to like almost reverse engineer it and you do want to be a millionaire and that's the result that you're looking for, you can almost reverse it to where you start with the result that you want. Then you think about, okay, what actions would I need to take to create that? Then you think about how would I need to feel when I'm taking those actions and what would I need to be thinking? So you can almost use it both ways, right? I like it. You can, yeah. And that's the fun thing that I do with my clients too, because if they're in a place where they don't have that result, I'm like, okay, well, let's just start from the bottom. Here's the exact result that you want. How are we going to get you there? Right. Mm -hmm. Cause then we're inspiring mm -hmm. those new thoughts. And once you have that, your brain is going to have new evidence to pull from. It's going to have more certainty and it's going to disempower all of those beliefs that you can't. Makes sense. Makes sense. Awesome. So how can people work with you? 
Yeah. So I offer a one-to-one coaching program and you have the choice of doing it three, three months, six months, or 12 months. It's called the can program. So we basically get you into a place where you're taking confident action now. So you're leading your life with courage. You have rock solid certainty about who you are, where you're going. And the first month is all focused on mindset. So we get through fears, doubts, limiting beliefs, insecurities, like all the yuckies that hold us back. Right. Yeah. Then the second month is all about you. So really figuring out who you are, what are your unique gifts? What is your purpose in this world? Like, what do you need to feel in alignment? How do you care for yourself? Right. And then the last month is all about like getting on that rocket ship and just taking your career to the next level. So setting goals, really making it actionable to get that exact result to where you are living in your purpose. Because you guys, I mean, we're all spending how many hours a week at work? Like we should be in a place where we're happy to go to work and we're excited to get out of bed every morning. So that's what I help my clients create. And it's so much fun. Like Love so it. different than beauty, right? Like <laughs> I know, But it's still so, so important. And you're getting the real true confidence yes. out of that. Yes. So last question, where can people connect with you online? All right. So you can follow me on Instagram at your soul makeup, and then you can connect with me on Facebook. And basically it's just my name, Elise Conroy. And I would love for you guys also, if you're looking for more confidence, join me in my Facebook group. It's called confident female leaders. So if you're ready to be that in your life, I got all the tools for you guys. (laughs) Love it. Love it. I'll leave the links in the podcast show notes, but thank you so much for your time today. It was so, so good. So happy to be on. Thank you so much for having me. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.